Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday, this unique Sunday. A lot going on as I am with you every Sunday, answering your questions, talking about what matters in life. And, of course, the afterlife. Be bold. Be brave. Go to your phone with your theology question. Dealing with God, religion, spirituality, worldviews, the Bible. Or life situations. Those things that come up, obviously. There's big ones going on right now. I'd love to hear from you. 877-HOLY-HOST is the number. That's 877 465 nine four six seven and uh we'll we'll talk some things that you're hearing more and more through this covid nineteen coronavirus pandemic is we're all in this together that can't be a bumper sticker. That can't be something you put upon a shirt. It can't be something you tweet or you text or you put uh, throughout your social media and think that that's going to help. What will help is not only believing that sentiment, but living that sentiment. This is the first time in your lifetime, in your memory, that this experience is going on. How many times do you have friends, maybe in different com- uh, countries, that celebrate uh, holidays on different days or um, have different holidays altogether or things like that? And as Americans, you you know, everyone gets wrapped up in their own culture, their own ideas, their own country and nationality. But you have friends in other places that live differently. So when you have even something that that seems universal like um, Christmas, because there's so many Christians on the globe, is experienced slightly different everywhere. But with the coronavirus, with COVID-19, you're finding that this is truly universal. People are experiencing this in Austria, Denmark, Germany, South Korea, France, Belgium, Sweden, the Netherlands, Finland, Ireland, Singapore, Israel, Portugal, Greece, UK, Malaysia. Hong Kong, in the United States, of course, Poland, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Brazil, everywhere. And with this comes fear, 
because it's so big. It's so big. And you look around and you think, although it may not have affected you yet, in the weeks to come, you will hear more and more of people you know, or it might get closer to you in the sense that uh, now you may look and you see people like uh, Tom Hanks and his lovely wife. You see um, people that are higher profile, and that is how it's connected to you for the most part. That will get closer, not to strike fear, but the reality is it will get closer to you and you will know more people that uh, deal with it. And the overall numbers, mathematically, and what is being shown uh, by scientists, is that the vast majority will have cold or flu-like symptoms and they'll get over it. So why the hysteria and why this seemingly overreaction? Because to beat an invisible enemy like this, it is all hands on deck. Those very words, we are in this together, only mean something when everybody participates. The flow of traffic on a highway. It has lines to direct it, directionals to direct it, speed limit signs. If those things are disobeyed by one person, one person can disrupt the entire system, can cause a massive chain reaction crash that could be devastating. The reason that you're all in this together is not that it's a pandemic. The reason that you are all in this together is not that it's worldwide and affects everyone. The reason you're in this together is because you are worldwide. You affect everyone. And until you realize that what you do matters to other people, until you break the cycle of selfishness that tends to permeate humans, that desire to do what you want when you want because you want, until you break that pattern you are just a host for the virus. And in this day, it is the coronavirus, the COVID-19 virus. But when this passes, and it will, it might be an emotional virus. It might be an intellectual virus. It might not be a physical virus, but you have to keep in mind what you perpetuate in life, what you transmit to others. And right now it's something incredibly tangible, although it is invisible, it is a virus that cannot live. 
it's made up of genetic material. Either it has DNA or RNA. It has a protein coat. Protects that information. But you know what? Viruses do not can do not have the ability to make proteins. They are completely dependent upon their host. They are the only type of microorganism that cannot reproduce without a host cell. And what that means is only you can transmit this. Just like everything else. Gossip, rumor, fear, chaos. You transmit all of those things along with this virus. And how you stand and deal with this is imperative. It will show the character, the core of who you are, what you believe and where your strength and faith lies. And how you react to this as a person of faith, if you happen to be a person of faith, will tell others whether your faith is worth investigating or not. Because if you react just like everyone else in the sense that you have chaos in your life, then why why bother? Why bother to adhere or to learn or to try and understand your faith? Now, what that doesn't mean is the silliness that I've seen. I was looking on Twitter at Jesus Show on Twitter, and I saw that somebody had reached out and said that they have a Bible study that they go to. And one of the leaders in their church said that it is a lack of faith and shows a lack of faith to not go to the Bible study because of this virus. And that it shows fear. And God is not a God of fear. And I'm here to tell you that that is asinine. Christians or people of any faith can still get viruses, can still be hurt, can still die from viruses. And worse yet is that you can go to these things thinking, well, they're for God. So I'm going to go. And you can pass it on to others. Why anyone would say such a thing is ridiculous. To push somebody into a situation to perpetuate the ugliness is dancing with vipers. It's putting people in a position to lose. Churches are closing Houses of worship are closing because it's the right thing to do. And scripture calls you, calls you to respect and adhere 
to the laws of the land in which you live, as long as they don't contradict the very word of God. It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday answering your questions and talking about what matters in life and, of course, the afterlife. It seems that there's been an issue with uh, one of our phone numbers, so I'm going to switch it for you. So listen up. I'd love for you to be bold and brave. Go to your phone with your theology question or life situation. Dial 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. As I'd love to talk to you, I know that there's a lot of concern and even some panic when it comes to the coronavirus and COVID-19. And it's not that I have any desire to whitewash this in any way, shape, or form. I want you to take this seriously because that is what is going to flatten the curve, as they say. And for those that are asking, well, what is the curve and why the curve and why flatten it? I want to explain to you that there is a line, imagine a line on a graph that's halfway up the page. Below that line is worst case scenario in normal terms. That means hospitals are set, uh, law enforcement, first responders like firefighters are set to deal with that maximum level in the middle of the page. If the curve ramps up too quickly, it goes up over that halfway point and into territory that taxes the system too much. Hospitals get full. Uh, law enforcement and firefighters will be taxed. Anybody that are first responders. Um, all of these things. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply can push past into that danger zone. So the desire is to level that out a bit in which can drag this on a little bit more, but keep it from, from going into a place of uh, such taxation on the system that it becomes a larger problem. And this, again, can only be achieved by all of you participating. All of you living that simple phrase of we are all in this together. If you believe that, if it's not just something you put on your social media, you have to live it. You have to live it. You're taking care of each other right now as well as yourself. And to break this cycle of selfishness, when you break down the sins, and I know that's such a such a yucky religious term, but sin simply means missing the mark. The mark what you're that, that you're designed for, who you are, your capabilities, all of those things. If you miss that, is when it becomes sin. So I ask of you, don't miss the mark. Don't be selfish. Don't be greedy. Don't have these things hit you so that you can help others. It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every Sunday, answering your questions and talking about the things that matter in life and the afterlife. I'd love to hear from you. Be bold and brave. Go to your phone with your theology question or life situation question. Anywhere in the U.S. of A. Dial 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. And let's talk to Johnny. Johnny, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hiya, Johnny. Going once. Going twice. We'll put Johnny on hold and come back to him. Reuben, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Well, I would guess at this point that there are issues with the phones. So I will put Ruben on hold and let them figure. Um, Let's go. Let's try uh, Johnny again on line three. Hi, Johnny. How can I help you? 
I died in Los Angeles. Just wondering if there's any connection between a lot of the appearances that are in the sky and apocalypse is warning us about signs in the sky and this uh, coronavirus that's going to be with the typical apocalyptic uh, picture. Now, why do you think that there are signs in the sky? Why does that well, tie I, into the coronavirus? I, for one, uh, have um, been a believer. I can't remember, but true. Now, faith. Just recently, I've been recording stuff with my telescope uh, with my cell phone. I've been seeing a lot of apparitions. I have one video, cloud formation, the angel, apocalypse born to uh, the right hand holding the dragon. Chain breaking loose. Love signs that make me just um, make my flesh boil and say, "Well, this is the last time." I have a very short time to now. I'm like, right? Coronavirus give us a forewarning. Well, here, here's here's the the deal, Johnny, and I thank you for your call. But I want you to think about a couple of things. Um. This virus is not the first time that there has been a pandemic. Uh, and not uh, the first time that there has been one that has affected people like you in the United States. There's been uh, many points of concern uh, throughout the centuries, including uh, 1918. And when you look back, every time these things took place, Christians and uh, people of faith would come out and look to these as if something, if the, as if there was a sign by God that this was the apocalypse. In when you study these things, it's called eschatology or the study of end times, and often with my tongue firmly planted in my cheek, I tell you to study them last. If they are the study of last things, the study of end times, then study them last. People get caught up in them. And trust me, if the devil and I stood before you, you wouldn't have any need to guess what was going on. And likewise, Armageddon, the end times, are not going to be, hey, I think this might be it. It'll be without a doubt. And so to get caught up in these situations and to look at them as if, as if this is uh, the end times uh, put is a disservice to a believer. And you end up getting lost in in the fact that bad things happen to this planet. They do, and they will continue. And some of it is due to the sin nature of humanity. And some of it is due to the way the world works and interacts with humanity and other life. But I assure you, it's not always a sign from heaven that the end is nigh. Reuben, Welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hi, How are Ruben. you doing? I'm Hi. well. How are you? I'm fine. I'm a first-time caller. I listen to you 
every Sunday, and uh, I've been wanting to call, and I'm glad I got through. Oh, thank you. My question is, and I'll get off the phone after I tell you, that way I can hear you. Uh, Okay. I didn't take charge of the household as far as religious-wise, and my uh, wife is Jewish, and so she took charge and took the children to a temple, and they would go all the time, and all my daughters had their bar mitzvah, and now they're in their 20s. And I feel like I, I failed because I believe in Jesus with all my heart. And uh, I'm trying to get them to see that there is a Jesus because they don't believe there is one. And I just want to know because I didn't do as a good father to teach them that if I'm going to go to hell for that. No, of course not. Understood. I, I know that it, the weight of that, and I appreciate your call. Uh, the weight of that is is heavy. But I want you to think about it uh, slightly differently. You married. You had a mixed marriage when it comes to faith. And those things should be discussed, how a child is going to be raised. But for the mother to take the reins and to raise the child in the faith that she understands is a normal thing. There is nothing you could do or should do to make them convert. That's, uh, that's silly. You can live by example and you could be ready to answer questions if they ask. There are even some theologians that believe that Jews are under the first covenant still. And if they live under the first covenant, then that is the agreement they have with God. Now, whether you believe that or not, the truth is it is not your job to convert people. It is your job to live a life that inspires and makes people curious about your faith and to give answers when asked. 1 Peter 3.15 says to sanctify Jesus in your heart as Lord. Then to be, to have a defense, to give a defense, an answer to those who ask about the hope that lies within you with meekness and reverence. So to be available for those things is what you're called to. And if people are curious, they'll ask. And if you think there's anyone on this planet that I'm not, reaching out to anyone on this planet that I don't love more than you, that's wrong. I want people to know the truth, not because I want to put their arm behind their back and make them believe something, because I want them to have the choice to accept or reject. This whole process is not based on ignorance. People always ask about that. Well, what if someone didn't know? You're not accountable for what you don't know. 
You're accountable for what you do know and you reject. And in that case, you need to uh, forgive yourself and to focus on being a good father, a righteous father, a father uh, and a good husband that is worthy of their attention and uh, be someone that they would ask advice from at all. But it's not a battle. They are who they are now. And your wife did a good thing giving them structure and faith and understanding. And that's very, very important. But at this point, to sit there and kind of wrestle with if you're going to um, convert them or change their views or things like that, I think could be damaging. Damaging to the relationship. Also, m more often than not, a person's deep, deep faith isn't necessarily going to come from home in the sense of changing or converting. It often would, would come from their own questions, their own life experiences, their own wants and desires and, and processed understanding as they go through life trying to figure out what they believe and why. But I know that there's a lot of pressure on parents to cram all this down their throat. But I assure you, if you cram faith down someone's throat, it's no different than cramming food. The likelihood of it being vomited up is pretty high. And I know it's easier to cram your faith down someone's throat than it is to live a life that inspires people to ask about your faith. But that's really what you're called to. That's really what I want from you, is I want you to live a life that inspires others and makes them ask, why do you do things this way? How do you do them that way? And in doing that, giving you the opportunity to answer those questions in meekness and reverence. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I am with you every single Sunday right here. Answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life and the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave and go to the phone with your theology question or life situation question anywhere in the U.S. of A. Dial 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. And I know that there's a lot of uh, pain and confusion right now with the coronavirus, otherwise known as COVID-19. And in that process, it's hard that the information is changing every single moment and who to listen to and who not to listen to and all of these things. Well, right now, you're called to adhere to the laws of the land and the leaders that you put into office. Take in as much information as you can and be reasonable. And above all, take care of each other. Look out for one another. That right now is the key. Lynn, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hi, Lynn. Hello. Good morning. Hi there. How can I help you? Hi. Yeah, uh, actually, I've got maybe a two-part question if I can get it all in. If I can't, that's fine. Um, Okay. My sister-in-law's sister and my sister-in-law are ultra-Christian. And the question was put to me one time, uh, what God would think and what he would do if a person who's really, really sick, really racked with pain, if they committed suicide, what would he think? What would he do? And I said, well, I think that he would probably forgive it because you're supposed to have free will, but that's not free will if you're so wrapped with pain that you're not thinking rationally because you don't really want to die. You just want the pain to stop. And she said, oh, I don't believe that. That's wrong, blah, 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 you know. And being such ultra-Christians, they're the kind of people that once they voice their opinion. That's all that matters, and if you try to discuss it with them, they shut you down. They won't look at you. It's like, you know, they just shut you out, and you're just sitting there feeling like a fool. And everybody else at the table, if there's a group of us, they're all just sitting there looking down at the table, and (laughs) nobody came to my rescue or anything, you know. That was just the end of the conversation. So. It was Sounds like a, a fun group of friends. I'm not yeah. sure, Lynn, what, you know, uber Christians or any of that means. I mean, uh, if if they're Christians, they're Christians. I You know, I know that there's some people that try and climb the stairs to heaven by being self-righteous. And they're nobody's being never let you forget that they're Christians and you're not. Sure, sure. Um, but I will, I will tell you this. 
Um, there are those that believe if you commit suicide, it is unforgivable, and I'll tell you why. Um, in order to be forgiven, there has to be repentance. The mm. belief is if you kill yourself, it's the ultimate act of freedom that abolishes all other freedom. You can't undo it. Mm. So the belief is that once you make that, it's like... Um, driving off a cliff if you do that you can't halfway down go oh i want to repent i want to i want to turn this around so the there is a theological belief that you cannot repent from it therefore you, you god there's nothing there's no interaction there at that point you have rejected the will of god um, and um, thrown out the enemy of God, which is death. You've given into it. First Corinthians fifteen twenty six refers to death as the enemy. In Genesis two seven, life is a sacred gift from God. So you reject the gift that God has given. And in Deuteronomy thirty nineteen, God is talking to Israel and telling them to choose life. So life and death has have very powerful purpose and meaning in Scripture, most definitely. However, the thought that there God who's outside of space and time that there isn't some connection, even in those milliseconds, in those moments that are not understood by humanity, that in that act of death that may seem so immediate, that there isn't remorse and there isn't communication with God, for someone mm -hmm. to say that is not a fair thought, statement or assumption because there you, you can't know where god is in that moment with that individual and in not knowing you can't land does this brings up another question though does suicide eliminate pain and it does not all it does is pass it on to someone else Oh, Be because you have someone who says they're in so much pain, they want to release themselves from it. So they leave the earth and all that pain stays here with people who love them, who miss them, who don't understand. And so if that's the goal, it really doesn't get rid of it. It merely passes it along. And it doesn't okay, mean that people, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just thinking like, if you're like dying from brain cancer or something and you're dying, but you go ahead and because you just can't stand it anymore. Uh, and you're not thinking rationally, you just want it to stop. That's more of what I was thinking about. No, I I understand that. I understand why people would be in that, that place. But with each person that goes through these things, 
science, medicine, and all of these learn more and more. And that's a group thing, a group gift. It's not just about you. It's about others as well. And I thank you for your call, but that is a a thing that people need to understand. It's not just about them. It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday right here, answering your questions and talking about the things that matter in life and, of course, the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave and go to the phone with your theology question or life situation. I know many of you uh, have it weighing on your hearts and your heads about COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, as people across the globe are being infected and battling uh, with this virus and disease. Uh, We're here for you if you want to talk. The number, 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. Let's talk to Scott. Scott, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Good morning, Jesus. Thank you. Top of the morning. I had a uh, question for you. you. Uh, during times, during the uh, times like these, I get a lot of uh, calls from my uh, non-believing, even my uh, believing friends about questions that uh, that I can answer, and a lot of those uh, focus around the Holy Spirit and those and our Comforter. But uh, in some of my uh, deeper search, I had uh, a call that came in uh, from a friend of mine about the seven spirits of God that are around the, the Lamb on the throne. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to confess, I hadn't spent a lot of time with the answer for that. And I was hoping if you can give me some clarity as to what those seven spirits are, what, what is their purpose, and what is their duty. Um, and... My understanding is it's really kind of uh, just, I, I don't know the way I can describe it as more of a protection for the Lamb of God, but I just, I really uh, have to say from Genesis to Revelation, this is one topic I haven't spent uh, a lot of time on. If you could give me some clarity, that would be fantastic. Well, I will tell you this, there isn't a lot of clarity. And it's a, it's not something that you can land on and say, this is the definitive truth about it, because there's There just isn't the information there. Um, There are a couple of views, um, uh, two or three possibilities uh, when it comes to interpretations as to what the seven spirits of God are. So uh, some believe, some theologians believe that they're symbolic of the Holy Spirit, period. And, um, you know, the number seven, obviously, in your studies, you've come across this is a number that yes. pops up uh, in the Bible, throughout the Bible, and especially in Revelation. And it refers to perfection, completion. So some believe that seven, uh, when it comes to uh, the seven spirits of God, this seven is talking to um, the per- perfect and completeness of the Holy Spirit. That's one view. Uh, there's another view that uh, the seven spirits of God is referring to seraphim or cherubim, actual angelic beings. 
Um, this is a possibility. These are do, uh, discussed in Revelation uh, 4, 5, 19. The right. last possibility um, is actually based um, on Isaiah, Isaiah eleven two, And it talks about the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. And it talks about the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of uh, knowledge of the fear of the Lord. And some people think this explains this, the seven spirits of God. So you've got one, spirit of the Lord, two, spirit of wisdom, three, spirit of understanding, four, spirit of counsel, five, spirit of power, six, spirit of knowledge, and seven, spirit of the fear of the Lord. So there's nothing specific, um, but you know, that's not a bad understanding. No, thank you. That's uh, I, and I when I come across something since I've been at the, <laughs> walking with you for over 32 years, uh, I, I'm always stunned if I come upon something I don't have an answer for. My retort for that was, you know, there are mysteries of God that are too great for us to understand. And this is one of those. So it most certainly could, it. could be. You know, I mean, there's not um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine says the secret things belong to the Lord. Certainly, there are things that not people aren't going to know. Yeah, I, th- I think that's probably where I'm going to rest on this because it's it's safer than trying to add on anything to the books. And yeah, wanna... sometimes. Yes. Some, but, but here's the fun part. You yourself said that, uh, you know, 30 uh, some odd years um, believing and studying and poking around. It's exciting to come across something that that you can't land on and that you're you can dig <laughs> deep and learn about. I mean, that's that's part of the, the search. I mean, uh, it, you don't just read the book and go, OK, I get it. I get it all. I understand God inside and out. It's a process of learning and searching and asking questions and and all of those things. And uh, I thank you for your call because I like, I I like that thinking. I like that kind of, um, you know, processed thought. So Scott continued to, to poke around and find out those things and uh, ask those questions. It's, It's a powerful tool in learning and understanding, obviously, to poke around those things. Louise, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. I struggled because I belong to a church, and uh, Mm -hmm. we hold worship service through WebEx. Okay. And I am one of those that allowed a WebEx link. Um, to attend the gathering, however, uh, I I uh, I have people knocking at my door, and I believe I can uh, allow one or two uh, to to include in the worship. But if I turn away the others, I feel. Troubled that I am being selfish. Okay, so you mean that you are watching um, the church service via WebEx, a program that allows you to do so. Um, yes. And people want to come to your house 
to watch it? Yes, because okay. it is um, um, it is the direct um, live. Well, okay. Not a program. And they don't have the ability to use the same program. Only a few are um, a few homes have um, have the uh, code. Gotcha. The access. I see. Um, and then we were. Um, we were told not to share it with others. Okay. So. Well, there, there, the dilemma doesn't seem like much of a dilemma at all. Um, you are called to sequester yourself right now uh, to keep from getting other people sick. Um, the mandates, as they stand now, is having a few people over as long as you keep at least six feet distance um, is, uh, is not a horrible thing. However, the process of somebody, um, you know, coming over, um, whether they live far or whether they're close neighbors, it's not smart. And you're exactly right. At what point do you cut it off? Well, two people, three people, you start, change the dynamics and right now everybody has to be diligent and if they can't watch the church service the same way there's ways you know i've told people over and over um for 20 years or more that this show is not church however in times like uh under the fear of covid19 aka the coronavirus that this is absolutely a meeting place for people to hear about faith and to talk about these things. There are ways to get it. There are YouTube uh, services people can watch. There's no need to put yourself in danger or them in danger or others in danger for church. There's just not. If, if uh, people can't spend the time in scripture themselves or to read and to pray and to um, worship, um, then you know, then their faith is, is weak on its own. Uh, there's no reason why you need to open your house, house like that. It's not the safest thing to do right now. And you could explain that. Now, if you wanted to set up um, a digital conference call, a video call later on different platforms like Google Hangout or um, things like that and talk about it, so be it. Then you can talk about, you make notes and you say, this is what I heard in service today and this and that and have people a discussion. Fine, but don't put yourself in harm's way and others in Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply harm's way and don't let them twist your arm in doing it either um, because that's not a, a fair position and I thank you for your call but I don't want you to um, put yourself in a place where where you have to be making those decisions that's that's like a, you know you having a bunker and uh, everybody who has not prepared wants to come and use your bunker uh, in this particular case, it's, it's fine for you to say, I, you know, I've been told not to give this number out. I can't do that. And I don't think it's safe for us to meet and gather at this time. It is the Jesus Christ show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday right here, answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life. And, of course, the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave and go to the phone with your theology question, dealing with God, religion, spirituality, worldviews, the Bible. Or if you're going through something, we call them life situations, I'd love to hear from you as well. Of course, there's a lot of fear right now and, and frustration as well with the, the uh, safer at home rules in Los Angeles and throughout California and many places throughout the country. But uh, I will be here for those questions. Simply dial 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. Let's talk with Jim. Jim. Welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hi, Jim. You there? Oh, you've been waiting so patiently. I'm going to hate to do this, but now let's talk to Jennifer. Jennifer, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hello. How are I'm so thrilled to, to talk to you. Oh, the pleasure is mine. Uh, How can I help you today? Um, I have a situation. I'm, I'm a very devout uh, Christian. I, my mother always, you know, at least tried to teach me how to do the right thing, and I've been very, you know, sensitive to people's feelings. Um, I have a a brother who's um, who is abusive, um, mm. and uh, he starts screaming out of nowhere to the point I can't predict when he'll be upset. So I never know what I'm going to say that's going to flip him out. He's moved in with my parents. Um, it's, it's so upsetting to me if I try to talk to him, if I say, Hey, you know, 
what you did hurt my feelings. Recently, he, he thought it was funny. He started chasing me with a, a, a rat had got caught in a, in a spring trap. So I think mm. it was dead. Told him about it. Started chasing me with it. I had to scream bloody murder. He thought it was funny. Um, and so I'm dealing with someone who, um, I, I don't know if I want to say is a sociopath, but doesn't have any empathy, um, particularly for me. And it started because I complained about how I was being treated. Um, and so, uh, he was he always like this? Was he always like this? Um, in a way, yes. Um, I had distanced myself from him for many years. And so it got to a point where he had this girlfriend where they were fighting all the time and he would say all these horrible things. And I believed him and she would say to me, you don't know what he's like. And so when we had an issue um, about cleaning out my parents' house, he, he then started in with me, which is then he started feeling it's free to, to flip out on me. And, he, and he, so I can't predict it. So you, it you know what? I'm going to ask you. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to ask you all that thought because I want to talk to you some more, but we're up against a break. Okay. So hold tight and we'll come back and talk some more, Jennifer. It, it is the Jesus Christ Show. It is. The Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday right here. Answering your questions and talking about things that truly matter in life. And of course, the afterlife. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your theology questions or your life situations. Anywhere in the U.S. of A., all you have to do is dial 800 800- Five two zero one five three four. That's eight hundred five two zero one five three four. And I would love to talk to you. We were talking with Jennifer, and she says that her brother Hello. Uh, is abusive. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks Hi. for holding. Yeah, I, thank you. So um, um, I, you I, say I, that go. your brother was always um, always a bit of a pain, and um, but you've been learning more and more about him. Uh, that you feel he might have some issues. Oh, oh yes, and you know, even got to a point where I'm telling him, I'm like, you know, you, you know, I've been to a psychotherapist. Maybe that would help you. No, I'm not going to do it. And my mother even told him, "You're you're a bully. You're 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 a bully." And so when you try to show him reality, he'll flip out and make it worse for you. So. Um, the way I've dealt with him, you know, and I guess as he's gotten older, the flip outs have gotten worse. Um, hmm. But it's, it's uh, you know, my mother's way of dealing with things was just always to keep the peace. Sure. And, ne- and so because he'll flip that on her, too, for one time, she, I mean, she's older, and she went to hang up some laundry and dropped his underpants on the ground outside, and he started flipping out on her where she was crying. And he'll, he'll make up every excuse. It's almost like dealing with the Matrix. <laughs> because you're, wow. you had, I don't know what I'm going to, I, I want to do the right thing. I love my brother. My, my brother growing up, he protected me. But, you know, I, I had to distance myself from him because it's, you know, I think he has so much pain in him, which he doesn't recognize, that he has to let it out. And, you know, um, my father was a similar way, which is very, very charming with everyone else. And then he'd go home and, and you know, 
act nasty, but I think my brother's worse. And so I'm wondering, you know, because Jesus says, you know, turn the other cheek and, and you know, help your enemies. And, and even to the point when, when this whole COVID-19 stuff happened, and a month ago I was telling them by text message, please go the, you know, go to the market, you know, get some stuff. And um, the second time he told me I was pestering him. Um, to leave them alone. And even, you know, the Friday before the, the everyone lost their mind, I told my mother, let them know, please go at six o'clock in the morning to start going, going to the market. And both him and my father uh, refused, I guess, um, the way it was always in the house was, uh, if they don't do anything, someone else is going to pick up the slack. And I, I just, you know, I, I picked up the slack, you know, I, I bought, you know, about $70 worth of groceries, but you know, for three people, there's, you know, only so much I can do. And um, I, I, you know, I'd like to give my brother some, you know, to help him out, but I, I can't be the one to, to, to be, you know, trying to figure out what the problem is if I'm getting abused. Of course so not. I, now, I just, now, how old is your brother? <laughs> He's like 40, 42, something like that. And you live at home with your your parents as well? No, 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 no. Thank God, no. I, I live away from home. He lives with my parents. Oh, why is he back with your parents at 42? Um, he, He'll say because it's my father's ill, but I think it's part of it is that, but I think it's also to save money on rent. Um, so it was partially moving back because it was, you know, my parents are both elderly. My father's ill and, uh, you know, I think it's for me. It was you know trying to take over. Actually, does he um, have? Because you can't fight him. He's like he's like dealing with a five hundred dollar hour lawyer, because whatever you say, he's going to have something. Sure. And I'll tell you one time, sir. One time, and I, I want to mention this. He his flip out was so bad. I actually felt an energy from his eyes enter, enter through my eyes, and and wow. get go into the pit of my stomach. I never had that before. That's an so interesting I, statement. Um, no, Jennifer, it's I, was true. well, I have no doubt if he was, if, if he was intense enough that you would feel it, has he ever been diagnosed with anything bipolar or, uh, um, or anything? No, because he'll, you know, he can, I think he can hide it very well, but no, he's, he doesn't believe it's mostly like my father is, is, um, from Mexico and my father grew up with like kind of the idea that the man knows just instinctively he's correct. And so no matter what, if there's a problem, my, my brother will kind of figure out a way to make it. So it's, he tries to explain it, him being right when it's not right. So he'll find has, any excuse. Has he held down a job, um, a regular job for long oh, yeah. periods of time? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he he screams and yells at people. He works as a substitute teacher. So I think part of or now it's not, you know, he's not working now, but um, that was part of the deal. So he, he was, um, he does that as a living. Why, so didn't he, he why did he never become a full-time teacher? Um, I think there's a lot of people who don't want to become a full-time teacher. Um, I think it's just the responsibility and he's good at controlling the situation because when you're, you know, in a high school classroom or junior high school classroom, um, you know, saying, you know, please children stop it. It's not going to work. So, um, my brother's been very successful in his job, um, as a sub because he, he knows how to scream and get his way. The problem is, is that he does with me or whomever he doesn't, doesn't like. 
or doesn't what he doesn't like someone mm. says to him so he'll do that so well, it's very hard um, for me yeah this the, i'll tell you there's a couple things here jennifer and i appreciate your call they that, that you should think about one of which relationships um uh the best relationships are 50 50 um actually quite honestly the best relationships are 100 100 but you can only be part of a relationship you can't be the whole relationship and i think there's an interesting dynamic um hearing your energy and your thoughts and in the way you describe him and i think there's an in um there because of a, a difference in worldview philosophy and application of energy and who you are um but beyond that um the description you give of him is is someone who has one hasn't grown up at all um and two someone um you know i'm not a doctor we don't focus on medical issues or psychological issues here um, so merely stating for you to possibly understand this situation differently is that um, maybe uh, there is something going on um, there as well. It sounds like it's something slightly more than upbringing. Um, but uh, the the battle here is is tough because he's in a home where you want to go and you want to visit your parents and he's there as well. So for you to cut him off is to cut off your parents at this point as well. And it sounds like dad is not really ambula ambulatory and uh, things like that. So it makes it a little more difficult because it's not like they can come visit you. Um, so uh, I think setting up time to meet with your parents outside of the home, at least your mother, if that's possible, uh, would be a good thing. And then um, to... Uh, visit your father on occasion when you feel comfortable and to not yield to your brother. Um, the abuse is um, obviously an emotional abuse and something in the character of who he is. And those, those particular types of creatures are, are difficult to deal with um, because they're sometimes they can even be nice and charming. Like you said, and then all of a sudden they're they're nasty on the turn of a dime and that can make you a little nuts as well um at 42 there's not a whole lot of control you're going to have over your brother and to learn how to um to defeat his energy by using it in a way that um you know the illustration comes to mind in a in an ancient art form of fighting called Aikido where you use someone else's energy against them. So instead of just blocking something, because now you have two solid things hitting each other, um, you actually use their momentum to throw them past you rather than trying to stop them uh, using that force. And to learn how to deal with difficult people is, is a really wonderful tool um, but find out what triggers him, what he says, and if he waits for your reaction. And if you don't feed him reaction, um, there's a large possibility that it will go away. Let's uh, go to Tony. Tony, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hi, Hiya, how Tony. you doing? I'm well, how are you? Good. 
How can I help you? Thank you very much. Very excited to be talking to you. Um, You know, I wanted to ask you during these times right now, with Mm -hmm. this COVID-19 and and, um, all these issues and problems and stay-at-home orders and everything, how would you react? Or how would you instruct us to react? Well, uh, um, script, yeah, scripture we, is we very... We have to make a living. We, we, we have to go to work. I'm an electrician, so it's, I, I can still go work. Please go ahead. Yeah, so um, you're, you're an essential um, part of the structure of society. And what you do is necessary. So as far as how to react, Scripture is very clear that you're to yield to... Um, the government and in the sense of um, they were elected, um, they're in office. And if they give these orders, they are to be observed. The only orders that you would rebel against is if they contradicted the very, like it's one thing for um, abortion to be legal in the United States. Um, It's a different thing for them to force someone to get an abortion. So it, it it's if it was um, forcing you to not live your faith or forcing you to, to believe in something different or forcing you things like that is when you'd stand up. But in this particular case, it's, it's for your benefit and for the health of the people around you um, to be smart about it. So if you're an essential, um, uh, an employee uh, or somebody with a trade in this case that's essential, then you you go to work and you do the work and you be safe as safe as you can be. Um, but I wouldn't get caught up in the hype. I mean, other than just being very aware of your surroundings um, and being smart, um, it's business as usual. I mean, you got to go to work because you can and get things done. Um, you have to make sure you have uh, the essentials at home just like you would any other week. You just don't need to have it for four months. Uh, you get what you yeah, need. Exactly. Um, so it's very important to heed the admonitions of the um, government right now because they're looking at this on a very larger sense than you are you're looking at home going ah i can't go um you know i can't watch any sports i can't do this i can't do that it's not about can't it's about shouldn't and mustn't because right now it's about protecting uh everyone and and that's what's key and it's going to take everyone and i appreciate your call It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday right here. Answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life and, of course, the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave and go to your phone with your theology question or life situation. Obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. That affects you and others. Never before has anyone listening to this program been affected um, by a pandemic of this size. 
So I know there's a lot on your heart as well as just day-to-day things that go on and that happen with relationships and beyond. 800-520-1534 is the number. That's 800-520-1534. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let's talk with Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hello. How can Hello. I help you? Hi there. Well, um, so my daughter, who is college age, mm-hmm. um, has just, not just, it's kind of, I think it's been coming for a while, but we had a talk about it yesterday. Has let me know that um, she doesn't really consider herself a Christian anymore. She stopped okay. going to church over a year ago. Um. And that she just thinks it should be okay for people to believe what they want and that um, she doesn't think that all of the Bible is true, that it was just written by, by men like anybody from today could have written it. Maybe they thought it was inspired, but um, it's not really. And that she just feels like that, the, that Christianity is oppressive to people, especially women. And it's just, it's really disturbing. I'm just really distraught. She was brought up in a Christian home. Um, You know, we've presented the gospel to her. Um, We've taken her to church. We've we've raised her to know the Lord. I know that she had accepted the Lord into her life. She was baptized at a young age and then chose to be baptized again later. And it's just been in the last couple of years that it's been this slow fade away. And I don't really know what to say or what to do anymore. Well, um, there's nothing to do. Why do you need, why do you feel that you, first of all, a lot of college students go through this. It's part of the college experience and they're getting a lot of input from different places. And that's a good thing helps them grow and helps them understand you don't want somebody giving lip service, pretending or saying they're a believer when they're not, that doesn't help anybody may comfort you a little bit, but 
I think oftentimes parents are more concerned about having unity in faith and understanding than they are truly about the the decision uh, of the child and even a growing child or an adult child. But the reality is, this is the way God designed it. God doesn't want anybody to be forced into faith. And so if she chooses to not partake, that's part of the, the free will that God gives. And there's there's nothing really you can do about it except be a mom, love her, answer questions, um, be there for her. Don't chastise her. Don't, you know, she knows. There's nothing you're going to tell her or teach her. She knows what the gospel is. She knows who I am. And she's chosen not that it doesn't suit her needs. It's a hard thing to fight. It is. It's heartbreaking. I'm going to ask you something, and it might sound a little strange, especially coming from me. Why is it heartbreaking? Because of her eternity. <laughs> if she's rejected you, then what, what happens in her eternity? What's her attorney, eternity? Why is that your issue? You've taught her everything. It's my issue. I love her. I'm going to continue to reach out to her. But if she chooses, it won't affect your eternity at all. There's no tears in heaven. No sorrow in heaven. But while I'm here on earth, knowing that you know, that if she's rejected you, that her eternity is not secure with you. That's, that makes me distraught. What you should have faith in is my love and my relationship with her, however it is now, and trust the fact that I will continue to reach out to her. That's what's key. <laughs> It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every single Sunday right here answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life and, of course, the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave in this time of uh, uniqueness, unprecedented fear dealing with uh, COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And in this time, finding uh, your your rudder and your peace is going to be uh, of great importance. And we're going to do our best to be here for you um, so that you have an outlet for these things as well. If you have a question, a theology question or a life situation question, be bold, be brave. Go to your phone. The number is 800-520-1534. 800-520-1534. Let's talk to Yvette. Yvette, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. 
thank you, Jesus, for taking my call. My and pleasure. I wish How you well you? In, in your health also. Of course. Um, my, my, my problem is I, I'm, um, I'm a retired uh, person, and um, I only get, oh, it's like $18,000 a year. That is what I have to live on. It's, I'm, um, I, it wasn't that way. I lost a lot of my money, and I've been retired for a good while. And, um, what do you mean you lost a lot of your money? Well, in, in 2008, I mean, I've, I've had to... Ah, I, I really uh, you mean because the ups and downs of the stock market. Yes, yes, yes. I see. And I count on this, the company that I retired from, AT&T, um, set up accounts so that um, we could, um, they're, they're called health reimbursement uh, accounts, mm-hmm. and each year they put a, a certain amount in there that sure. we, can, we can draw from, for medical or possibly dental for certain things. Anyway... Um, for uh, a number of years now, I've uh, put down my 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 copays and prescriptions, and I'm able to get my my uh, money back on it. It depends on you know you can't go over the amount that they put in that they uh, a lot each year. And anyway, um, I don't have a computer or a printer or anything, and. Um, each year, I, I I get my my claims uh, forms together, but I I I need to, I go to uh, FedEx and I use I use a print I have to print all my forms and then I fax them to them and they're due by March thirty first. Mm-hmm. So this Friday I called this past Friday I called FedEx to find out what their hours are. And um, I said I need to uh, to uh, use a printer and fax machine, and he says he says they're not uh, they're not available to to anyone, and I and I said how can how can they not be available? There there's there's necessities. I says and. I've, I've called the company. I called the company. I, ca- I called um, the company that that um, handles um, uh, the claim forms and all that. Mm-hmm. And I told them that um, that they're not letting us Xerox or or use faxes. In other words, FedEx is uh, all they take is large, you know, large packages for uh, for shipping. That's it. And um, and I, I I said, is the company extending um, uh, the date of March thirty first to enable us to whenever we can uh, things open up a little bit that we can um, sure send them what they need. Pardon? Is there a senior center or something in your area? I think all the senior centers that are are closed. Um, I, I think, from what I heard, because they, I don't think they want seniors to no, go uh, in there. Of, of course not. But is there a, a phone number or someone you can call for aid, or a family member, or someone that you can reach out to in this time? Because without a computer 
and all those things that makes it very difficult and and things are shutting down but it's not impossible there is a a, a way to get this done um it's just uh well, uh, I, I, you, you know what I'm I'm gonna do. I think it's a, a uh, might be easier this way. We're gonna put you on hold and we're gonna get your information, okay? And um, oh. uh, we'll do some research and uh, see what we can do to help you out, Yvette. So we're we're gonna um, get your information. Someone's gonna get on the phone with you right now and get your information, and we're gonna see if we can uh, help you through this because. Although things are, are difficult during this time um, with the coronavirus um, and things are shutting down, they're, it, they're not impossible. It's just more difficult. And I, I appreciate your frustration because of that. Um, but they're not impossible. So uh, we'll get your information and uh, see what we can do to help you through um, this um, frustrating, frustrating time. Uh, let's talk with uh, Mark. Mark, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Hey, how are you? I am well. How are you? Man, I listen to you. It's got to be uh, three years now. Oh, um, thank you. I got this. Yeah, I mean, you're the best. Anyway, um, I live with my mother. She doesn't even believe in God or Christ. And so we had an argument over this when she threw me out. Now I'm disabled to begin with. I'm a Marine. Are you kidding? I said, Mom, what? You told me out? She said, yeah, bye. All right, so uh, I don't know what to do no more. Well, it, it sounds like there was probably some underlying issues there. Um, is there? Could be. I don't know. Is there any uh you you mentioned that you are are disabled but um are there any other issues yeah, with alcohol or drugs? No, I got run over by a car. I got hurt in uh, Afghanistan. My legs hurt. Oh my god, I need a walker. Then she throws me out. I've been out here for a week. I got beat up by a bunch of young kids. I'm like, why are you beating me up, man? Oh, now I'm really hurt, you know, but I don't know. She's saying, go to Sarasota. Why? Anyway, what? I got to get why out would of she, here. I don't understand. Why would she tell you to go to Sarasota? There's some kind of uh, Salvation Army thing there. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a homeless guy. I worked my whole life. I was a Marine in Afghanistan. I've given her tons, tons of money, redid her home. No, now it's, it's like she's, and all right. So we're talking to him. I go, you don't believe in the father, son, and Holy ghost. What, what do you believe in? Well, uh, why, I don't even know anymore. That's what why, threw me out. Why is that? Where did you get your faith from? Not from your mother? I was in a Catholic military academy called Lamont's Academy in Rolling Prairie, Indiana. I was young. Okay, from there, I went in the Marine Corps. I don't I mean, that's right, isn't it? (laughs) No, your service uh, to the country is very noble. But this That's is a separate I'm issue. And I'm, I'm learning. 
I'm learning the Bible. We're going over all these chapters. I'm like, I couldn't even, out of almost, what, three years, I we never even got through the Bible. But what I did learn was, you better believe or else, you know. Well, that's that's one yeah. way of looking at it. I I hear that your story and that you're in a lot of pain. What what is your specific question for me this morning? Um, how do I deal with a uh, uh, parent? Now I'm 56. All right, she's 80. She don't even believe in God or the Jesus. And that's her. That's her prerogative. That's oh, okay. it is. Yes, of course it is. God gave free will. She chooses to reject. That's that's her choice. That's not your problem. Okay. Well, I think I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe. Um, maybe I thought it was mine. Well, here you have to be there. If should she have questions about it, but it, there's nobody wants to be told what to do or what to believe. Nobody. So it, whether, okay. uh, no matter who it comes from, but it, has there been other arguments and, um, you know, things that preceded this particular incident? Well, Cause that seems pretty steep. To boot you out. I'm, I'm the only son. Um, and the guy who had me with her, I look just like him and she, Maybe she hates him and hates me for that. I got well, three sisters. Um, I don't know what. I mean, I'm like, I'll do anything for you, Mom. What are you? What are you doing? I'm not Leroy. I'm Mark. Well, this is your. This is a very, um, very layered situation, and I appreciate that you took the time to call. But the reality is, you are going to have to. Um, either make peace with your mother or find uh, another way out um, to protect yourself. Uh, as an individual, you need to find a home and a place to be and um, to take care of yourself if that's not coming from your mom. You understand that? I, yes, I do. And boy, does that anger me. Uh, anyway, you're right. Um, yeah, I'd, to be honest with you, I don't want nothing to do with her no more after what okay. she's done well, to then me. Then that's it. Then that is it. Thanks for calling. It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I am with you every Sunday. Answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life. And of course, the afterlife. Special thanks to uh, our longtime music director and uh, engineer and partner on this show, Tony Sorrentino, who always picks just the right music for the mood. And I love that many of you reach out on social media and talk about the music that Tony plays because it's such a huge part of the energy and purpose of this show. But as, I, as I'm listening to some of the music today and I'm listening to some of the calls... There's going to be, as the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, continues to turn normalcy on its head. 
there is going to be a lot of um, fear and frustration in individuals and in households. On the note of Yvette, a senior citizen who called the program and the normal tools that she uses to get her paperwork scanned and faxed or FedExed or whatever it might be. That has changed. That induces fear and anxiety. And we'll help her. We'll figure this out. But in others, you can hear that there's family turmoil that comes from this as well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40, dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The butting of heads the, that frustration and fear and anxiety produces, and people are sequestered. You're in these groups and you're in your home and those walls continue to press in on you, but they don't have to. Perspective is going to be a powerful tool in all of this. To appreciate the time you have with one another, to appreciate one another for who they are is going to be super important. And on the other side, if you are somebody who is not in the situation of uh, having uh, preconditions or medical conditions that would put you in a in a position of harm with the virus or elderly, look to help your neighbors. You know who lives on your block. Even if you don't know them well, you know if somebody is older or might be in a situation, reach out. You know, make flyers. Put them in their mailboxes and say, hey, if you need anything, here's my email address or my cell number. Give me a call. I'll help in any way I can. People can have food delivered to them and do these types of things. But oftentimes, there's other things that they're completely helpless if, you, if someone doesn't reach out to them. It is the Jesus Christ Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
always so much better when you're here with us as we are here with you every Sunday right here answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life and of course the afterlife. I encourage you to be bold and brave in this time of concern and anxiety with the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. If you want to talk, I'm here. You have theology questions, I'm here. The number is 800-520-1534. That's 800-520-1534. Sandra, welcome to the Jesus Christ Show. Thank you for taking my call, Jesus. I love you. Thank you oh, my pleasure. Well, uh, I love you, too, even though it sounds like a cliche. This is my life situation. I am 61, and I'm unmarried. I've done my entire adult life without a husband. Um, I know that my life is not about me. It's to serve you, and I do that every day. I have a very difficult where I take verbal abuse, I work long hours, but it is to serve my clients, and I do get complete joy from that. Um, I am an empty vessel at this point, and I don't know how I can continue to serve people day in and day out without a romantic partner, a husband, to build me up when I come home. I know that all we need is your love. However, you don't hold me at night. I can't imagine the pleasure of coming home from a horrible day where I go to high crime areas. In fact, I was just recently sexually assaulted at a courthouse that I went to for work. And what I would have given to have someone to call and say, you don't, you can't believe what happened to me and to come home and for a husband to greet me and say, let me hold you. You don't have to do this alone. So I know that we are to expect trials and difficulties, and believe me, I have plenty of those, and I overcome them. But when is there going to be someone just, I would give anything for someone just to call me on my way home and say, what time will you be home? I'm worried about you. That's what I need. And I've made a list of everything I've done wrong in every relationship because I've been in plenty. So I thought, okay, God, I've made a list. I know all my failures in relationships. Maybe it's time for me. And then you bring one or two people, because I've given up doing this myself, into my life, and I think this is it. This is it, and I'm going to look at my list every day and make sure I don't do them, and they still fail. Why do you think they fail? Well, I, I made a list of all the reasons they failed in the past. The last relationship where this client decided after the case was over to have a relationship, I thought he was fantastic. But after some time, and he told me from day one, I, I don't think I can do a relationship because of I'm still suffering from my divorce. So I said, take your time and let's just see how it goes. And then... He just said, I, I can't do it. It causes me. And we only saw each other two times in six months. He said, I'm in so much pain emotionally. I just don't think I can do it. And I said, you need to take care of yourself. 
and one other relationship before that. Again, I wasn't looking. I met him at church. He seemed so sweet and so nice, and he was. But in five years, he would not get a job. He lived at home with his parents. And I tried to be supportive, and I kept saying, you are not honoring God. You're living. uh, Your father is paying for you. You're not honoring your parents. You've got to do so after that kind of thing. And he became verbally abusive and telling me to shut up. I was stupid. So I, you know, I broke it off because I couldn't. And he still is not working. And I work seven days a week, and I decided I'm going to honor the Sabbath no matter what. I, I don't care. And I stopped working on Sundays, and I even say to people, even to clients, I that's my Sabbath. So I, I don't know. People say to me, why are you so unlucky in love? I wish I knew that answer. Well, you seem to ignore some pretty, pretty strong and obvious signs. Um, someone tells you they're not ready for a relationship and you stick around and then they tell you again, they're not ready for a relationship and then it's over. Um, I think the first time was enough. They're not ready for a relationship. You move on. Um, the second one, an adult man who's living at home and doesn't want to get a job. That's not something you eventually learn. You learn that pretty early on and you, still pursued it and sounds like you pursued pursued it for some time um it's not that there aren't people out there it's it's that you're not using you're you're so desiring of that experience you're getting involved with the the wrong people and when you do that the right person can't come along because you're in a relationship or your focus has changed um, it's not about God not bringing people your way. Uh, you know, there are billions of people on this planet and you engage people all the time. I would recommend going to places that you enjoy um, yourself and then finding like-minded people. Um, but the two examples you gave me were you pursuing somebody that was not pursuable weren't good choices at all may i I say something yes of course the one that wouldn't work i was not pursuing him he was at my church and started asking me out i thought this is god bringing a godly man to me no no that's not that's not how it works please don't don't get in that mindset that god is going to wrap someone up and bring them to you There are lots of people that are options. I know people get into this romantic fantasy that there's one person for you. That's not the case. It's not about um, a soulmate, S-O-U-L. It's about a soul, S-O-L-E, mate. Just one mate. So until you're married, there's plenty of people to meet and to engage with. God brought all of them to you. They're all here. It's a matter, it, it, people look for these spiritual signs or some sort of thing like that. That's, that's not always going to happen. Sometimes you just get to know someone. But to think that God brought this person into your life and they're a bad match is ridiculous. Like, you know, God's going to say, I want you to, I want everyone to have a fixer-upper. I want you to move into a bad house and fix it up. 
Well, that's great if you have the money and the wherewithal or the the ability to do the, the craftsmanship that it's going to take to do it. But if you don't, then why jump into that? He may have pursued you, but you eventually gave into that and jumped in there. I can't change all these other guys. I can't change them. And if it sounds like I'm being harsh to you, it's because you're the one that had the strength to call. You're the one who said, um, I want to know what the answer to this is. And you're the only one that can change the outcome. If you would have passed up both of those uh, men, who knows what would have come your way. But you don't get to be 61 years of age and not be married unless it's a choice. And you've made the decision, whether it is getting into bad relationships or turning down good relationships, you've made the choice to be where you are and you can't put that on God. Why hasn't God sent me this? God's made half the planet, just about under half the planet, um, male. Now, not all of them are, op uh, are, are an option, but that is a lot to choose from. And this is your choice, not God's, that you're single. I know that's not fun to hear. No. But no one else has any say in it but you. And if you spend your time with the people you aren't going to be with, you're not being available to be with the people you can be with. And that would be good for you. And you may or may not meet them at church. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes that doesn't, quite honestly. A lot of, a lot of different types of people go to church. You can't assume that you're all on the same page necessarily. But if you do things that you like, including going to church or libraries, if that's what you like, or whatever it is, you're going to start to find people that are more like-minded or might be a good opportunity um, finding, uh, people at work is a possibility. I wouldn't recommend former clients necessarily. Um, but I, I think you've put yourself in a position to lose. You don't feel any responsibility there. I, I do. But if I may say this, I pass up, uh, men all the time because of things that I think are legitimate, like they drink. Uh, they have a porno problem. Uh, they have a history of cheating. They're dishonest. I thought I was being discerning. You know, that's great. All those things are great. But why pick someone who lives with their their family when that seems odd? At that age, I yes, I agree. But I thought God is is going to teach me to get rid of my humility, get rid of my pride, because I think I'm better than Him because I work and I have a profession. And God's going to teach me to be tolerant. And yeah, I hung in there too long. I thought I was being taught things by God. Well, you you are, and it sounds like you're being taught you know, how not to do things. Uh, and I appreciate, you know, what you're going through most certainly. And I know that it's painful. 
Uh, I appreciate your call, but I, I want to leave you with this. You wouldn't sit at home waiting for God to bring you food. Don't sit home and wait for God to bring you a husband. It is the Jesus Christ Show. I am your holy host. Happy to be with you this Sunday as I'm with you every Sunday right here. Answering your questions and talking about the things that truly matter in life. And the afterlife. Unprecedented times is a term you're going to hear a lot. The experience that you're going through and the planet is going through right now with COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, is just that. It's nothing anybody living has gone to, gone through at this magnitude. It's easy to do what boxers and sports folks do and have done forever. Watch tapes of their opponents um, over and over and over again to see how they move and interact and how they play. It's harder to do with an invisible enemy. So microscopic that it could be anywhere at any time. And I say that not to freak you out, but to get you your mind in the perspective of how to fight this enemy. And when scientists and medical leaders and your very own governors come out and say, this is what I think needs to be done, then you listen. Discomfort is certainly something that builds uh, anxiety. To be in a position that you've never been in before, to have to be at home all the time, and not leisurely, because let's be honest, you want to be home most of the time. And you have to be at work. And now you're at home, but the fact that it's mandated is what sticks in the back of your mind that makes it different. But taking the time uh, to finish projects, taking the time to be with your family, taking the time to re-engage with your husband, wife, partner, to be there for each other, to engage with your kids in a different way, to be creative and, and playful and protect yourself in the process and, even more important, the others around you as well. It's an entire system. You all have to work together to make it work. You all have to engage these rules and protections for everyone. This concept that younger people are not affected or this or that it's everyone this thing cannot live without a host you don't want to be that host even if it is mild the symptoms wise um, because you could perpetuate that you're giving it life 
And so in these unprecedented times, you're going to have to do unprecedented things. And that's not always comfortable. People get in their rut. You want to do what you feel comfortable with. But it doesn't have to be bad. It's just different. Find those different things to build your relationships, to build up your living space, to be creative, to do something that you've wanted to do and haven't had time for. And in all this craziness, remember these simple words. I am with you. Always. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.